Blog Talk Radio. Sometimes your thoughts will come and go. Try to clear your mind, but confusion won't let you know that deep inside there's a sacred place where all uncertainty can be raised. I never learned to know myself, and I was afraid. Right now I need to heal myself well, just like a bruised that runs so deep. I spent my life just being asleep. It takes enlightenment to know that what you learn is toxic. It takes enlightenment to know that you can learn toxicity. Unlearning toxicity. That's what we do on this broadcast. Good morning. This is Sunday Mornings with Enlightenism, and I am your co-host, Enlightenist teacher, and consciousness practitioner, Carolyn Kelly. And I thank you for listening, and I welcome you to our Sunday Morning Enlightenism Spiritual Freedom broadcast service. We'll begin our broadcast with a meditation with a guided meditation to quiet and clear the mind from the toxicity of hurry and worry of daily living, from those little nuances that we get caught up in along the way and forget who we are and forget that we have this wholeness that we were born with that we were born whole, perfect, and complete and have everything that we'll ever need for the journey and we don't need to get into the social construct of hurry and worry or the generational toxicity. So I ask you now, all of you that can and are not doing something that require you to have your eyes open I ask now that you close your eyes very softly and begin breathing in and out in a very slow, calming, and deliberate manner. As I read the words of the guided meditation and remembering your awareness of being that you are whole, perfect, and complete, and have everything that you will ever need for the journey. Allow the words in the guided meditation to open you up to the self-discovery, to open you up to the beingness that you are. I awake each morning in the awareness 
that the power of the unconditioned consciousness of being resides in each moment of my thinking, in each moment of my being, and in each moment of my doing. It is in this power of being that I recognize my life on the Enlightenism path of a new way to think and live. In this beingness of a new way to think and live, I acknowledge that I have within me the power to heal my life and the power to change my life. In this far-reaching power, I know that I am self-reliant. I know that I was born whole, perfect, and complete, faceless, formless, and colorless, and have everything that I will ever need for the journey. On this path of a new way to think and live, I understand that all my activities lead back to my beliefs and values. And it is from this reference that I clearly understand my awareness of being. On the Enlightenism path, my power leads me out of lack, limitation, and struggle. Every moment on this path, I embrace the far-reaching values of a new way to think and live. On the Enlightenism path, I embrace and understand the freedom of being. In every moment, I acknowledge my existence and my awareness of being on the enlightenment path of a new way to think and live. My life and activity respond from this beingness. I am on the path of a new way to think and live. On this path, I come to know that I am greater than the I that I created. I am on the path of a new way to think and live. Now I ask that you take a deep, full breath in through your nose and release it very slowly as you open your eyes and consciously move your attention back to the broadcast. I'd like to remind you that this broadcast and all of our broadcasts are available on iTunes, Listen Notes, Spotify, Spreaker, Apple, and Google. By typing or speaking into your device, Brother Malcolm Kelly 
Blog Talk Radio. I recommend reading Brother Malcolm's latest blog, Overcoming the Trauma of Generational Toxicity. Also go to our YouTube channel to hear more of Brother Malcolm's insights. The Enlightenism broadcast is a spiritual freedom broadcast. The intent of the Enlightenism spiritual freedom broadcast is to reveal how you can use your mind to overcome the spiritual dependency on others to define God for you. Through this broadcast and your self-acquired intuitive knowledge, you come to know that the greater power of God is within your mind. Now, before Brother Malcolm comes to speak, I always want to share some short insights with you about this power, about enlightenism, about how our life is in our hands and it is up to us. And this broadcast invites you to work from the inside out. So many of us work from the outside in. We want to bring things into our lives, not realizing that we have everything within us that we will ever need for the journey. The things that you pick up outside are are typically material things that you want. Brother Malcolm and I bring this broadcast so that you understand the power that you have within you. The discovery of enlightenism and how you have the power to heal your life and to change your life. As an enlightenism teacher and consciousness practitioner, I am about that beingness in every area of my life. Enlightenism is my joy. It's my joy in teaching and assisting you in how to open yourself to self-discovery. What I know is that you cannot learn anything about yourself if you don't know anything about yourself. You can't heal the victim within if you don't know you're a victim. You must discover how you became a victim so that you come to understand who you are aware of being in your moment-to-moment living. For example, when you were tied up in moment-to-moment living, with some frustration, some anger, and all of the things that come up, do you ask yourself, who am I aware of being? This is a deeply rooted question in the discovery of enlightenment. One of the things that would happen to me before enlightenment is that whenever any frustration, any anger, or anything came up, 
was always about something outside of me and that I wasn't getting my way in the process. Now, if someone had said that to me, and of course, people did try to say that to me, but I wasn't listening because as far as I thought, as far as I was thinking, they would get angry too and they didn't have an answer, so why were they telling me what to do? I had not at that time discovered enlightenism. And the power that I had within me. When I began to study metaphysics, I began to understand more about myself and the impact and the influences that the outside world had on me. They had a hold on me. And I would say they wouldn't let it go. But that's not correct. I wouldn't let it go. I didn't want to let it go. Enlightenism, in all of the metaphysics that I've studied, was the peak for me that opened the door. When I asked myself, And I still ask this question of myself when I get into things that I don't like, I don't understand. I must ask myself, who am I aware of being? What I know is as a teacher, an Enlightenism teacher and a consciousness practitioner, I'm not asking any of my students any of my clients to do anything that I don't do myself. I must, in every instant of my life, when I am met with some of the beliefs that I have set up for myself, that I have set up for myself, I must go into that place within myself, my awareness of being, I cannot lie to myself. And the idea of the question is not for you to share it with friends and family, but for you to begin to discover who you are aware of being. With Enlightenism, what I am understanding is all the tools that were missing in my prior metaphysical study, in my prior metaphysical studies, have been open. And I come to grips with the power within me. And if something hangs around, it's because I haven't let it go yet. And I understand when I have those moments when the social construct and generational toxicity plagues some of my beliefs. I must know. I must know that. But what I understand is that I have the power 
to heal those beliefs. I have the power in moving out of the social construct and generational toxicity. I have within me the power to do that. And I understand at this point in my life how long I have lived from the ideas of the social construct and generational toxicity. What I understand is that is no longer my beingness. And when it comes up for me, I understand. I don't need to get angry. I don't need to fight it. I just need to understand what I need to do. Anytime you have a problem or a conflict and you understand who you are in the conflict, you understand that you have the power to heal yourself. You have the power to move out of that. You have the strength to do it. Sometimes when these problems occur, we don't really think we have the power to do that. But as I said in the meditation, we have the power to heal ourselves. Enlightenism is about a new way to think and live. And when we understand my power leads me out of lack, limitation, and struggle. Every moment on this path, I embrace the far-reaching values of a new way to think and live. On the Enlightenism path, I embrace and understand the freedom of being. In every moment, I acknowledge my existence and my awareness of being on the Enlightenism path. That is who I am. That is how I travel. Brother Malcolm and I invite you to overcome your dependency on others, to define God for you. We invite you to understand that the greater power of God is within you. When you understand the unconditioned consciousness that Brother Malcolm and I speak of on and off the radio, we know that enlightenism is a new way to think and live. I encourage you to read our blogs, listen to our broadcast live and on playback on any one of the platforms that I mentioned. I encourage you to purchase our books, one or all of them, Enlightenism, The New African American Man, Seeds from the Ashes, and Let There Be Light. Enlightenism is a new paradigm shift and African-American consciousness and spiritual awareness. And now I give you the Enlightenism prophet, speaker, author, 
philosopher and creator of Enlightenism, Brother Malcolm. Thank you so much, Sister Carla. Wonderful <laughs> insights, great meditation. You know, when you think of, when I listen to you on Sunday mornings and and uh, listen to the meditation and the insights, what comes to mind when I'm listening is the transformed mind, the spiritually transformed mind, a mind that has been transformed from the social <laughs> mindset to the enlightenment one. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. The <laughs> transform mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's powerful. Yes. That's very, powerful. very powerful. Yeah, that's very, very powerful. Very, very powerful. Yeah. It's a path yep. and a journey. <laughs> that's correct. Transformation. Great insights. Thanks a lot, Sister. Thank Carl. you. Thank you. Quite welcome. Now, you just listen to Sister Carol and folks share a great meditation and some wonderful insight that express her transformation. She used an example about when she began her work in metaphysics and brought it all the way up to today. And today is where she lives. That's where the spiritually transformed mind lives in the present moment. The present moment is what I am talking about. The spiritual transformed mind to live in the present. To stop searching for God in the past. You're not going to find God in the past. God lives in the present and the present only. It is always I am that I am. Even if you're referencing some scripture, some biblical book, book or something. It's always I am, not I have been. You know, I'm not like people in the society where I live, they like to use the words former. I'm a former this, I'm a former that. I used to do. I used to be able to do such and such and such. I catch myself doing that sometimes. On the drive home, sometimes I see where I used to run two or three miles, and I could do it in a very a very quick pace. And then I'm in awe sometimes when I see other people jogging on the route that I used to draw on the path, and I say, wow, I used to do that. <laughs> and I, I guess it's some type of uh, glorif- glorification pride in saying, I used to be able to do that. But what I recognize in those moments is that I'm I'm dipping back into the past where most of us live. See, most of us live in the past. But we think we're living in the present. Because we're living in in the present moment, past beliefs. We're dependent upon the past. There's a story of a man who read all of the spiritual books that had been written. This story is coming from me. This man had read all of the books, the scriptures, uh, the Bhagavad Gita, all of the up and downs, all of the book of the dead, all of the things that had been written about spirituality in the past. 
So someone came up to him one day and asked him the question, who are you aware of being? The person said, what do you mean who am I aware of being? I'm aware of being alive. I'm aware of being such and such and such. I, I, I'm a student. I, I'm a sage of, 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 of the past, of things in the past. People, he said, would call me a scholar. I've done a lot of research on things that have happened in the past. I'm very knowledgeable about religion, spirituality, philosophy, psychology. So, but when you ask me the question about who am I aware of being, without all of the things I used to do and being dependent upon the things I used to do, I really don't know who I am today. See, when I cut away all of the things that I have done and to the present moment and say who I am and what am I doing now, am I still being dependent upon all of the books to believe that I could create a better understanding of the greater power within? See, are you still searching? Personally, all of the books searching for God. Did I really want you to know? The philosopher Kierkegaard, he was a, you know, a, a religious philosopher, philosopher, a spiritual person. And he really, he really sincerely wanted to make philosophy personal. He wanted to know if he could really basically grade a, a greater understanding of God. He wasn't the only one, but I'm just using him as an example. And then you recognize that all of us at some point, I wanted to have a greater power, a greater understanding of the unknown. See, God is unknown in and of God's existence without our interpretations. So we want to know something about it. That's why people go to church. That's why we have all of these different religious denominations today, all in an attempt to find God. And most of all of the, the groups Refer you back to the past. So you have to really, you have to really think about what I'm saying now. You go back and you read things about what God did in the past. Whether you're reading it in the Bible, you're reading it in the back of Agita, you're reading it in Upper Shad, whatever you're reading it is about, you're reading about God existing in the past and how God acted with people in the past. So when you recite the 23rd Psalm, you're not talking about something that's happening in the mythical day of January uh, uh, 21st, 2024. You're talking about something in the past. And that's where we have been taught to search for God. Well, Enlightenism is about in the present. And that the God that existed in the past does not exist in your life the same way, because you're living in the present with different types of, of problems that you have created in your life from the social construct. The social construct, well, it may be conceptually basically the same as it was thousands of years ago. It had been modified to a place where those that live in the social construct don't really find a lot of pleasure in it. You don't feel, you don't really feel good about being a victim or being powerless. And so you want to turn to say, well, what can I do in order 
to find this greater power. So we listen to people that talk about the past. Because with the enlightenment of philosophy, the greater power of God exists in the present. So in the present is who are you aware of being? Who is the person that's lived all of their lives and have all of the former? Said, I used to do this and I used to do that. What are you really saying? Are you saying that you would desire? Am I saying what I, I speak of myself? Am I saying that I would desire to run as fast as I used to run 10 or 15 years ago? Is that what I'm really saying? Or am I saying today I feel inadequate in terms of my ability to do the things that I used to do? So which one is it? Who am I aware of being when I utter statements about what I used to do? I'm dipping back into the past. So you, when you talk about God, you want to find the first thing somebody wants to tell you about. Read John 2, 14 something. Matthew something. There is something, and then you learn something about God. Do you really? Do you really learn anything about God insofar as the God that you're seeking to know something about in the present moment? So, God in your life. Tell me something about you and God without talking about anything that you heard in the past. Don't don't talk about (laughs) We don't want to talk about some conversion that you think that you had 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago when you would tell the story about how, how you used to run the streets, drink, party, do all of those things, and then all of a sudden you had the epiphany of something led you, what you would say, back to God, to the God that you had heard about in Sunday school, just using the Christian uh, religion as an example. Because in the country where I am living, particularly most of the people that look like me, they are really strongly into a religion and really believe in it. And it's very difficult to find people, but you are seeing many people now who are moving away from it, from traditional thinking and traditional religion, and they're getting to a place where they're able to think for themselves about who they are and how they relate to greater power within them. That's what this broadcast is about. I call it, we, Sister Carol and I call it a spiritual freedom broadcast, but it's a, it really is an alternative way to focus on transformation and spirituality. So it's an online spiritual transformation broadcast. For those who have been raised and taught to think it of a certain way in the social construct, this is the way out of it, out of the thinking. This is the way where you discover the greater power of God existing within you today is I am, not I used to do. See, not, not what I used to do as the way people said I used to do things, but I am in your life today as unconditioned consciousness. And this power in you is greater than the one you have been using to read about me. Things that you had secondhand information 
or longer <laughs> generational information about something that you have to discover for yourself. So the emphasis on always in enlightenism is self-discovery, but to get to self-discovery is personal responsibility and understanding. Understanding what has happened in your life. How did you get the mindset that you have? How, why do you think and live the way that you do? Why do you believe all of the things that you've invested in are going to give you the things that you have not been able to experience? Why you crave peace and never work on peace? So all of these things happen because wherever the greater power of God is, there is the absence of confusion. See, there's no confusion. <laughs> Consciousness of truth. There's no confusion. You're not confused about who you are, nor are you attached to things you used to do, nor bemoan the fact that the moment that you're alive today, that's where the greater power of God, the consciousness of truth, expresses itself in your life, where you are now. And you can't search back, listen to what dead people told you about, people that you know nothing about. They are physically dead. And you are physically alive. You may be spiritually dead or on your deathbed, but that's a choice. You're not choosing to live. You have to make a choice to live and to live with clarity and to live with power. It's a choice. But if you are searching for power in the past, then you can never be greater than the power you heard about in the past. So you will always come up short. So people would say, well, you know, the kingdom of heaven is a, is a great place. And someone, just a little child, little boy asked the question, well, where is it? Mama, have you ever been to the kingdom of heaven? No, little Malcolm, I have not. But I heard about it. I don't know about it myself. I have not discovered it for myself, but I heard about it from other people. Well, did they go to this place? Your parents said, well, no. But it's like everything else. We have to trust what people tell us. And I'm saying that's the problem. You don't have, you don't have to trust anyone except the consciousness within you. When you trust that consciousness within you, then you have a spiritual transformation. You're able to see and hear with enlightenment. You're able to see and hear without illusory discussions about who you are. If you are learning something about the past, believing it can help you to live better in the future, and all you need to do is open your eyes today and your ears so that you can hear and you can see and hear and just ask yourself, do you live in a spiritual transformed society? All of the people you're interacting with, all of this propaganda that's being disseminated through all these different instruments, 
Are you feeling peaceful? Are these people peaceful, peaceful that you see? Is this what you want? Is this who you desire to be like? That you live in a society where you're in pain and you're trying to manage the pain and tricking yourself into believing this is all that it can be? You can't do better than you're doing today because you don't believe you can do better. All of your life in the past, you used to do things a certain way, and now you don't do the things a certain way, and you feel depressed. You feel like you're detached from your soul. There's a recognition that you are where you are today, and things happen. And you don't want to stay in the past. You want to live where you are today. And be and not be so satisfied, but feel fulfilled today. Being the person that you are. Don't look in the mirror and hate the person you see. Because you're looking with eyes that have been distorted by illusions. And you want to be the person that you used to be. And you can never be the person that you used to be because that person is died. And so is all of the information from the past that has been misused, interpreted, modified to fit an agenda so that all of us think and act the same way. And that's not what is happening with this broadcast and the work in enlightenment. It's not for all of us to think and act the same way. It is for all of us to understand that we are here to live in the present moment and to recognize what you create today will impact what you do if you're alive tomorrow. You are the parent of your future. So you don't want to be <laughs> you don't want to be the parent of your past. So you're sitting up telling children stories about how things used to be. And if you notice when you tell the children the stories, they become repetitive and then the children stop listening to the stories because they're not interested in the stories. So we're living in a fast-changing, technologically advanced society that has become spiritually dead. Now they're talking about artificial intelligence, and everyone is trying to figure out about artificial intelligence. Oh, this must be something really great. We're going to spend billions of dollars to deal with artificial intelligence. And people said, oh, yeah, we're going to make a lot of money off of it. And you're going to recognize artificial intelligence expresses itself very well in a computer, the concept. But you can't have use artificial intelligence to find the power that I am talking about. You're not going to find the greater power in you with human-created artificial intelligence. You need the real deal. You need the capacity of the mind to discover the consciousness of truth that exists within the mind. 
and to understand the consciousness of truth in you is the one that's on this journey. You are the vessel on the journey. You, the body, the form, you're not going anywhere except on this planet. And when you can acknowledge that, then you begin to see in the present moment what you need to do to have a healthy body-mind relationship and how you can extricate yourself from believing in the dead, relying on the dead, reverting back, always trying to find out something about the past. So, oh, we discovered, we discovered the bones of someone. That didn't help anything about what I'm talking about. When you get to a spiritually transformed mind, then you know I am greater than the I that I created. The greater power is within me. I live in this moment to express the purpose of my journey, which is to free the mind of generational toxicity, to go beyond the confusion, by discovering the clarity within me. So thank you so much, Sister Carolyn. You got me started, motivated, inspired today. I trust it all happened with, it all helped all of you, assisted all of you with your work. Become a regular listener on this Spiritual Freedom Broadcast. It's an online, online, where we're not sitting up in a building and all of us dancing and shouting and all of this. You can listen to this broadcast, participate in the broadcast, get information about how you live in the present moment and how you are divinely created with a powerful mind. We both will be back with you tomorrow. Mr. Carol is going to close this. I'll see you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Have a great day. Thank you for being a participant on the Spiritual Freedom Broadcast. You're listening to Brother Malcolm's Healing of the Mind broadcast. He's sharing Enlightenism insights about how to use inner mind power. This broadcast and all of our broadcasts are available on iTunes, Apple, Listen Notes, Facebook, Twitter, and Google. We encourage you to subscribe to this life-saving broadcast and become a regular listener. Purchase one of Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism books from Amazon or his blog, Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism Insights. Also, go to our website, www.nationalbyesociety.org, and make a tax-deductible donation to support our nonprofit 501c3 organization. Thank you for Sometimes your thoughts will come and go. Try to clear your mind, but confusion won't let you know that deep inside there's a sacred place where all uncertainty can be raised.
spent my life just being asleep. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.